is Priest Holmes a better running back than Fred Taylor? Hell no. no. When he made the Pro Bowl. Well, let's be clear. I didn't leak that information. Me and my agent, we, we are not the ones who leaked that information. So y'all need to ask the other side or whoever. Folks want to pop off? I wasn't really prepared for this interview to go in this direction. If you don't want to play football, just walk away from the game. Don't give me no old because I'm scared. If you're scared, you're scared. Go to church. And let's face it, all the great NFL quarterbacks have had mustaches. This is probably not that bad. This is not that bad. Knock on wood if you're with me, okay? This is the best podcast happening right now. I don't want to be struggling trying to pick the proper wording and being politically correct. No, man, I'm tired of that. I just want to talk like I talk. Keep it real. We keep keep it it real, man. It has been a difficult time for our country, in particular, black people in our country. First, my condolences to the families of George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, Ahmaud Arbery, and all the families who have endured police brutality. We, the National Football League, condemn racism and the systematic oppression of black people. We, the National Football League, admit we were wrong for not listening to NFL players earlier and encourage all to speak out and peacefully protest. We, the National Football League, believe Black Lives Matter. I personally protest with you and want to be part of the much needed change in this country. Without Black players, there would be no National Football League. And the protests around the country are emblematic of the centuries of silence, inequality, and oppression of Black players, coaches, fans, and staff. We are listening, I am listening, and I will be reaching out to players who have raised their voices and others on how we can improve and go forward for a better and more united NFL family. Keep it real podcast 127. We gonna just call this, where do we go from here? Chill Will is here. Big Sofa is here. Look, man, we got a whole lot to talk about. We Look, we going to skip the formatics. We just going to jump straight into it. Um, you just heard Roger Goodell give his apology um, this week. That that was only one one thing that dropped this week. So many things happened this week. Um, how do you feel about that? NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell, video statement on last Friday saying we were wrong for not listening to NFL players earlier who were protesting police brutality Mm. Uh, and I think when when you look at some of the things that transpired um, I think you know a lot of people probably gonna you know feel and and I feel it's a little window dressing right now yeah Um, yeah I feel like you know it's kind of like oh yeah we should have you know we would have should have could have but I think what really really and that that statement didn't come out until uh, those guys released a video. Uh, I think it was uh, some some very high profile players, Patrick Mahomes, um, and I think that was Dax. the main one. He, yeah, he, he's a he's a reigning MVP yes. on there, uh, Super Bowl you know champion, and he's on that video with along with Deshaun Watson. Uh, I believe uh, was a couple of Alvin Kamara. Yeah, uh, I believe it was you know several other guys, you know high profile guys that 
are in the league and uh you know basically it, saying they could be George Floyd. They could. And you yeah. know, it, it's a sad thing, you know, because we've had guys in the league, you know, be abused by police officers, uh, you know, even uh, you know, I wanna believe it was a guy uh, back in the day when I was playing got shot by the police in San Diego. I can't remember the name, mm-hmm. but he was shot by the police in, Can- in in San Diego. So as a black man, uh, I mean, I, I applaud Roger Goodell for, for having, the, the, I guess, the guts to, to admit he was wrong. Uh, I mean, I, I do appreciate that he didn't make guys not be able to stand. He did give them an option. The NFL did give him an option not to kneel or to stay in the locker room. And if they did kneel, no punishment would be would come about. But I think a lot of people have made it so political uh, about disrespecting the flag, even with Drew Brees' statement and what he said. Uh, then he had to backtrack. Uh, yeah, we're we well. gonna, we gonna get into that in a minute. We're gonna get so, into that in a minute. <laughs> uh, it's, it's been a lot of backtracking, you know. Yeah. I mean, either I feel like either you're with us or you're against us, and, and yeah. you know, it's no, you know, I, I mean, I think a lot of people are really just tired of the apologies, you know, like, oh, I'm sorry now. Are well, you sorry because you got caught, yeah. you know, and, yeah. and, and, and people are calling you out on it? That's why you're sorry. So, um, you know, miss me with all that. I think people just need to, uh, you know, be who they are, and then, you know, would we'll you know people would determine their association with you. Yeah. You know, if you're a racist, you know, I mean, I get you know people want to change now, and and so I've seen a lot of people changing on social media. You see where people are, you know, being disowned by their parents, or you know, calling their parents out, and I respect that, you know, because. I think racism, you know, I've said this before, has been is a taught behavior. Mm-hmm. It's not something that, that you're that you're that born is, with. You're born with, right? Because you don't know to hate. Yeah. God doesn't create people to hate. So, I just want to see more people uh, on the other side uh, fighting for injustice for all people. You know, yeah. what I mean, I, I mean, I heard people talking, you know, about a, a police officer that killed uh, a white male. Uh, I want to believe this is a couple years ago, and there was no, no, I guess no media coverage on it and you know that's sad too you know i think people need yeah. to address all of it. you know I, I don't you know i was raised in a really diverse community in evanston illinois so you know i really wanted to be equal for everybody man i don't want white people to be abused by the police i don't want black people i don't want you know jewish people i don't want asian people i don't want anybody to be you know abused by the police yeah yeah um do you feel like you mentioned it, Roger Goodell. It seems like the it's not only him, but the NFL. It seems like when it's convenient for them to do something, they're going to do it. And it seemed like him making that apology this week was convenient for them to do it because, of course, you know a lot of other companies have come out. Amazon. Um, uh, that's just the first one off the top of my head. But a lot of companies have come out and say, "Hey, Black Lives do matter with us. We're going to stand behind our uh, black employees, management, yada yada yada." So all of these companies have come out to say that it was wrong and i think it was just actually people seeing you know george floyd in that video and the life leaving his body that does everybody can relate to that you can relate to life and death you can't yeah i think that is definitely a trigger for a lot of people to see that to see the non-salant behavior yeah uh, Derek Savon, the police officer whose knee was in Greg Lloyd's back, the, the nonchalantness to you know to put your hand in your pocket and not and and not uh, you know 
uh, even acknowledge that this guy's Greg's, you know, was pleased for help. So just that that right there, I think really triggered a lot of people. For Roger Goodell, I think I don't I don't want to say it was convenient for him. I think a lot of companies are doing it now out of convenience and also because they fear that people are now starting to talk and organize. And if uh, you know, because you see it, I mean, I see it almost every day where you know people are calling out racists or they've made a racist statement yeah. on Facebook or Twitter, and, and people are you know going at them, going at their jobs, going at their you know professions. Uh, and calling them out. And these companies are trying to separate themselves from these people uh, because obviously people feel as if, okay, if you, if you have this person working for you, then you feel the same way. So I think that's why a lot of companies have uh, come out that way. And then I think Rogers, like I said before, like his, his response, I believe, was to, that, to those players. When those players, you know, basically said, you know, we are the NFL. If we, if we don't play... You know, if you take 90% of those guys mm-hmm. for that NFL, what, what do you have? Yeah. You don't have anything, yeah. you know, because, I mean, me and, me and B's talked about this. You know, we talked about, you know, some of the guys we played with and some of the guys we felt would march with us and who wouldn't march with us if we were playing in a time like this. We felt, then we thought, like, you know, some of the guys that probably wouldn't march, they were, like, just on the team. Like, they yeah. weren't significant factors and I felt and we talked about it that you know the NFL was keeping guys offensive linemen you know particular mm-hmm. uh, white guys on their team just because they're white yeah you know and, and to and, and that was the, the only reason they, they were there yeah and the uh, only reason I think I feel there's a lot of you know racist things in in all of these though you know when you, when you look at it I feel like the NFL is getting the brunt of it I feel it's a little unfair too because you look at the NFL and they've given these guys and I expect several, if not most of the guys to kneel when they start playing NFL football again. I expect most guys to kneel, especially in responses to Donald Trump and his statements that he's recently made. Yeah, but, right. so he, he's trying to flame this fire again. But but why do you say the NFL? Because understand, NFL, you did you said they're taking the brunt of it. They got thirty two owners. Um, no, no black owners. They got a minority with with Shah Khan. They got two black GMs out of thirty two teams. You only got two. We got three black head coaches. So I mean, well, black, well deserved. How many black owners does the NBA have? How many black owners does the NBA have? But but they have some minority owners. I mean, there's some minority owners too. In uh, I mean, NFL. But they're, but they're they're few and far between. I mean, but I mean, even true, even, even it's, it's, it's about the same for the NBA. When you look at those numbers, they've got thirty some teams, and it's far. It's not a lot of minority owners. They've set in a, they they have a national anthem policy that they put in effect because Craig Hodges and Mahmoud Mahi in the late in the early nineties were not standing and, for the and national of, anthem. And of course, they were blackballed and, and, and for that and blackballed yeah. and blackballed. But see, we didn't have social media then. Yeah. And what what has what has Major League Baseball done in the urban communities? Do you see them, you know, donating? I mean, black black people don't play baseball because what? They don't. They don't. Put, they don't put that in the sport. They're not in the community, in our communities, in the urban areas, trying to get kids to play baseball. And that's why baseball is is looking the way it's looking right now. And exactly. And and, and that's why I say NFL is getting the brunt of it because they're the head leader. When you look at it, and people, even nine eleven, people waited to see what the NFL was going to do. Are they going to play? Are they going to sit? And then everybody followed suit. So everybody 
you know, attacks the NFL because they're such a the most popular sport in the world when you look at it. You know, but these NBA t- these owners are doing the same thing. Major League Baseball fined every single baseball player that took a knee during that time yeah. when Colin Kaepernick was taking a knee. Yeah. They fined every I single baseball yeah. player. But it's no talk about you know boycotting baseball. Why? Because black folks don't watch baseball. Why? Mm. Because we have no interest. Because baseball has not done anything to draw our attention or to help our communities. Exactly. Exactly. Well, you know, let's switch gears for a minute. Let's talk about Drew Christopher Breeze. You know, he okay. dropped a, he dropped a bomb this weekend too. I'm not this weekend, but this week too, because um, he came out with his statement saying, "I can't support anybody yada, yada yada who disrespects the flag." Now, I'm sure that when he said that statement. Sofa. It, it had to be some calls from some of his teammates, um, like Drew. Did you really say that? You you really mean that? Because of course he backpedaled. Oh. He backpedaled after uh, after twenty four oh, yeah. hours. Yeah, I saw a lot of stuff. I saw Malcolm uh, Jenkins' yep. uh, response. He told Drew basically shut the you know fuck up. <laughs> Sometimes you have to shut the fuck up. And Drew got things got caught up in the interview. He yeah. said how you know how he felt, and then he got the backlash from you know Michael Thomas, who best receiver, probably the best player on that team. Yeah, uh, Alvin Kamara had something to say, probably their second or you know not you know their other best player on the team, and then Malcolm Jenkins, who also plays for the Saints, has something to say, and I'm sure he got a host of other phone calls. Oh, Shannon I'm sure. Sharp said, Shannon Sharp said that you know Drew reached out to him and wanted to talk to him after. You know, his comment, after Shannon Sharp's comment. So, when I look at the NFL, I look at Drew Brees, Hall of Famer, great player, won't without question. The thing is, this year, how effective is he going to be? Because guys are going to play harder against him, no doubt. Oh, oh of course. Of no course. Doubt. Of course. No doubt. Now, and, now understand, too, with the the community that Drew Brees played, New Orleans. I, I'm sure it's some hurt feelings there in New Orleans with him saying that, because uh, oh, of course, if you've hurtful. ever been to New Orleans, is a different type of ethnic uh, breakdown there. Yeah, they love everybody. He, he, New Orleans he should have known not to say. I mean, I, I don't get it. I didn't get that with Drew Brees. Yeah, I think he. You know, I think he put his. He definitely put his foot in his mouth on this one. Uh, do I think Drew Brees is a racist, outright racist? No. No. Uh, I think he's done a lot for the New Orleans community since he's been there. He has. He's, yep. been, a, he's been a pillar for that, you know, with them coming back from Katrina. You know, he's put his money where his mouth is. You know, he's, he's, he's laid out some, you know, some real good programs there for people in New Orleans. I believe the people in New Orleans will forgive him if he wins football games. Yeah. However, in the back of their mind, they will have like that, Man, you know, he can't come to the crab boil. No <laughs> <laughs> you know, Drew, Drew, Drew was on the list. He you know, was. He Drew, Drew would come to the barbecue. He could, but uh, I think Drew, I think Drew, I think Drew just uh, messed up his invitation. <laughs> Look, uh, Drew Brees apologized, and and once again, not only his teammates. You know, you had people like Richard Sherman. You had a lot of people coming after Drew uh, once he made that statement. Um, but once again, he, he did, you know, if you, if you follow him on Twitter or Instagram, you know, he did apologize and I think he's apologized more than once about it too. And he says he realized that this is not an issue about the American flag and it never has been. So he, he said that 
and he apologized once again. He has conversations with teammates, and he said leaders in the black community there in New Orleans. So, so, so Drew, he, like I said, when he made the statement, I was like, mm, "Drew, what you doing, homeboy?" But, but yeah, I think I think yeah. he I think he he kind of redeemed himself a little bit. I think he did. I think. Yeah. I mean, like I said, you know, I saw a, a funny couple of TikToks about him as a song says you gonna die <laughs> and, they, and they was like had Sean Payton on the song on the sideline and then uh they, they switched to a uh defensive lineman that says you gonna die <laughs> then they switched to Sean Payton it was like you gonna die and they had I guess Drew I guess he was like telling offensive line of protection or you know trying to yeah. tell people to block and then they was like, "What's that?" <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then they then they show Alvin Kamara. It's like, "You gonna die?" <laughs> <laughs> Look, but so, I mean, I think I think you know Drew Drew probably needs to have. Correct me if I'm wrong. He probably needs to have a locker room apology with everybody in there. You know, when when that when that time comes and they just move on from it. Oh, uh, I think that's. I mean, I think they've already had a team meeting. I believe they already called a team meeting. Okay. Uh, I don't know how many guys were in town. Uh, for that, excuse me, but I think Drew has spoken to the team, if not by uh, face, but in, by, for sure by Zoom. Yeah. So, uh, I'm sure that, that, that that's going to be ironed out. Uh, that's that's going to be the main thing he's got to iron out is, you know, fixing his his name and his reputation with those guys in the locker room that, you know, you're supposed to go to war with, who, for the most part, thought, he had their back, and yeah. now may feel yeah. a little betrayed and look at him, you know, kind of side eye, especially if he does or says anything that might be questionable down the road uh, to post that. But the, the crazy thing is, when 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 Donald Trump called the players the son of a bitches and and, and kneeling, the next game Drew Lee took a knee because mm. it was a, it was a London game, yeah, and he took a knee with the Saints, so. I mean, to come out and say you would never take a knee, and you have, I think that's kind of, uh, I don't know. Call it, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what you call it, but it's definitely not uh, truthful. Just like you said, I think he got caught. He got caught up in that interview, man. I think he did. Yeah, I think he got. I think he got caught up in the interview, and I think whoever the interview person was, you know, got him on the question, or yeah. you know, maybe. You know, sometimes white folks, you know, feel comfortable talking around other white folks, and that's how they talk. <laughs> I mean, it's the truth. Yeah. I mean, look at look at Donald Sterling. I, I mean, that's, he felt comfortable to talk like that behind closed doors. Mm-hmm. You know, some of them feel comfortable to talk like that behind closed doors and and say those things. And uh, you know, it's just it's a very uh, you know it's unfortunate for him when it when it comes out to the public because now they want to say, oh, that really wasn't me or that's not my character. Yeah, it is. Your character is what you do when nobody's watching. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Um, Yo, um, you you spoke a couple of minutes ago about, you know, people doing things as window dressing. (sighs) Let's talk about this Jacksonville Jaguars Black Lives Matter walk, rally, whatever you want to call it that was happening or that happened this week. Um, you know, a couple of players, coaches, um, they said front office people. I ain't, I didn't really see any, um, but I could be wrong. Um, walk from the stadium to down to the JSO building. Um, they had some speeches. Um, I, 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 I got, I got some, I got some issues with that. 
I do. Go ahead. Um, here, I feel like once again, do we need an open dialogue? Yes, we do. Um, but I feel just like you said, so this is some window dressing stuff right here. That was just, I think that was just something that, that they needed to do to kind of save face, to kind of look good. Um, I think they have a problem selling season tickets this season because of all the other things that have gone on. Um, I don't, the, the, the people that spoke, the players, the coaching, the coaching staff, I don't have a problem. Go ahead. Go ahead. With them having a hard time selling season tickets. Yeah. And being this a military town. Yeah. And them participating in the Black Lives Matter movement and having actually having two. You know, they had the one where uh, they said Doug Marone was there. I didn't see Doug, but Marcus Pollard led that one. Yeah. Where Chris Conway spoke. Mm-hmm. Then they had another one yesterday led by Leonard Fournette mm-hmm. and Little Duval, uh, which was separate. Uh, but the Jaguars also supported that one as well. And Ross, that was the first team when we talk about the NFL, that was the first NFL team to participate yeah. or hold their any Black Lives Matter protest. You're right. A peaceful protest. You're right. And that was the first team to do it. So I don't feel it was window dressing by the team. I feel that South Khan truly feels how he feels that racism should end. And he was in total support of whatever they did with Black Lives Matter mm-hmm. as long as it was peaceful. And it was not about rioting or looting or anything like that. Okay, and 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 I agree. I'm I'm not saying that Shah Khan is not behind them because I, I feel he is too. Once again, because yeah, Shah Khan is not a black man, but Shah Khan has experienced racism being his race coming over here, achieving American dream. So I'm not going to take that from him, and I I would never say that he would not be, you know, behind them. I'm, I'm I'm a little salty at your shot for giving that million dollars to Trump, but that's something else, something totally different. That's totally different. That, talk- the, that, I think that was the first uh, time he ran for office, wasn't it? I, 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 don't, it was know. The time. I don't know. I think it was the first I time. I, I believe it was the first time he did, but the second time, this time, well, this time around, I don't believe he's donated yeah. any money to his campaign. I believe that was the first, the first time. And, yeah, and I, I think he know. did donate them. I don't know. But but, you know, but 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 the whole rally. Now now once again, just so you said, um I think the Jaguars the, the coaching side of the building. I think they're great. I think you got some bomb coaches in there. We got Keenan, uh Marcus Pollard does a lot, a whole lot for this community. Good dude, uh straight up dude, and I think I I I can't I can't be for certain, but I think he was probably the one behind putting this whole march together the players that were in town that were there i mean even even the other um what's the what's the uh running backs coach that spoke uh, but yes yes see see i think the coaching side of the ball fine great i think we have we have a good you know mixture of people all of that now the other side that 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 front office side i have a problem with it because I feel like they, I feel like that they don't. We don't have exclusion in in that area. We don't. I think they Caldwell's face should have been shown. I think he should have been there. Uh, I think that uh, you know Marone's face should have been there as far as leading that. Um, they should they should have been they should have been speakers. Uh, you know to really really give the organization some clout with that. Well, not clout, but I guess validity that you know. Our head brass, our head coach, and our general manager are uh, supporting this, and they support our black players yeah. as well. So I think that would have that would have gone a lot 
further or made it look even better for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I support it. I think it was good. I think that, um, you know, Saad Khan is going to lead the way or be one of the owners that is going to lead the way, I guess, for change in the NFL. Let's, show, let's show some to... action. I want to see some action happen. Yeah, I, I mean, I would I like to see, see too. Yeah, I do. I would too. I mean, because once again, like I said, man, that front office, it's one black face up in there, Julian Duncan, and they brought him in a couple of years ago. And, and, and you know, he he's they brought him in as a chief marketing officer, and he did some, you know, he worked for Nike, I think, before, and, and, and some other companies. So well-deserved, but I, we need to see more than that. And, and I mean, even, even you know, if you listen to the podcast, you know, we me, me and Sofa have – you know, we, we've we've had involvement with the team, with Sofa playing for the team, with me working for the team. And, and I got to be really honest with you. This is what we do. We keep it real on this podcast. You know, okay, now we Black Lives Matter. Understand, I've I've sat in meetings before and, and things like that. But, I, you know, I looked at it like, hmm, you know, I've, I've, I've reached out to people when I was there. I was like, my black life didn't matter when I told you, when I told y'all I had an issue. And, and one of my issues was, you know, they purposely move where I parked. Now, understand, you know, so if I, I got my musical equipment and stuff like that I, I had to bring to the game. But in them night games after midnight, you know, I, that's when I leave the stadium. So so, so you move me and make me walk past Maxwell House Coffee from the stadium by myself in the dark, I, my, you know, and I said I don't feel safe. Hey, you know, somebody, I don't feel safe with this. But my my black life didn't seem to matter then, so that's why I'm you know I'm looking at it. I'm, I I kind of got a problem. I'm like, mm, okay, okay, <laughs> mine didn't matter then. I mean, I get that, and you know, that was you know, and and and, maybe... and, 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 and you know that that's, like I said, that's just my personal issue. Yeah, and I'm just gonna keep it real. That, that's just my personal, and, and that's that's one of a few. But hey, you know show, show, me person, he, show me actions. Show me actions. That's who what I'm saying. Maybe needs to go. Maybe the person who ever was in charge of that needs to yeah. go because yeah. they didn't, you know, they were one of the people that don't listen or, or, or is screaming all lives matter right now. Yeah. Uh, and until, and, you know, I, I know we all know all lives matter. Nobody wants to see anybody get hurt. Yeah. Uh, but all lives can't matter until black lives matter. Message. <laughs> it, Message. It's impossible. I mean, you can't have all until you have, you know, yeah. all of them included. Yeah, all, all of them. Are, all of them are not being killed. You know, unarmed, unarmed, killed. You know, by police and stuff like that. It's not. So, I, my thing is just action. Let's see actions. At this point, we need to see some actions. That that's my thing. That's what I want to see. I want to see actions. And and I'm still. Here's the thing. Just like you said, the march that Leonard Fournette led. Um, with it, you know, he had Mayor Curry involved in that one. Why I, I don't understand why why was it two marches? Is is he is he kind of still salty with the team not picking up his option, and he just felt he needed to do something on his own? Um, well, he wasn't in town. He wasn't in town. Oh, he wasn't in town for the first one. Okay, okay. And a lot of guys that. weren't in town. Okay, and I think he came into town. He had scheduled this one prior to the other one being scheduled. I believe. Okay. Okay. Okay, tell me something, because I mean, I I was like, mm, this is like two separate marches here, but believe it or not, yeah, Leonard Fournette wasn't in time. Gotcha. And people asked where he was at, and he wasn't in time. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, believe it or not, the the, the Leonard Fournette march, uh, like I said, uh, Mayor Curry was there, Lil Duval was there. Um, they were down in Hemming Plaza. I think they walked from the courthouse down to Hemming Plaza, and. Um, I'll be down there. 
Um, I, you, look, you, very good police presence. I was actually downtown. I, I didn't take part in the march, but I was downtown for something, and I saw it, it was a lot more people than I thought was going to be there. Now, I got to give it up to Mayor Curry, too, because, you know, he basically um, mandated that all of the Confederate uh, statues will be taken down throughout the city. Uh, there was one downtown in him and Plaza. I didn't even know it was one down in him and Plaza. But that oh, one yeah, was I mean, removed. That one was removed earlier that morning before the march. Monday night, yeah, Monday night. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I, I get it. Florida really wasn't part of the, you know, the Confederate. They just kind of were the house of where most of the army was here yeah. in Jacksonville. Yeah. So that's why so many monuments. They need to change some some of these school names. Yeah. Uh, yes. That's a lot, but that is a start, you know, and I appreciate it. Uh, I thought I, I kind of thought it was window dressing as well because I like to see more policy changes. More meaning, let's talk about these body cams. Let's talk about uh, a, a community-based review board to re- exactly. review the officers. That's the type of stuff I want to see. I'm, I'm, I appreciate the, the Confederate stuff coming down, but I want to see some more policy changes. Yeah, yeah, and and actually, I thought that they did did say something about the body cams or the state attorney's office was going to make make it man uh, a mandate that the officers had to wear theirs but the, the body cam thing is going on all over the nation because some you know you've got police officers turning their body cam off and 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 quote unquote lose, losing their body cam and things like that, that's that, a, that that's you're a right crime. that's a major problem major problem and it shouldn't happen and i know one police um i don't, I don't know where it was i want to say maybe somewhere in texas and the sheriff said if you ain't using your body cam you might as well turn in your badge right now you guys were turning in. That's great. Yeah, that's great. But I think they should also have a national uh, registry for police officers for misconduct because you know we hear these police officers in, in in Buffalo that you know push that guy down. There was only two, but the other guys you know quit or resign because of their support for the other two. Yeah. And now Trump is saying that this guy you know faked the fall, fell harder than he was pushed, and all this foolishness. Look, why would a president even say that? I'm, I'm just going to put that out there. Why would you even say that? You know, it's, 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 <laughs> he's an idiot. That's why. He's an idiot. Man, oh, but, man. But for, for a, police, a, a police force in Florida to say, we'll take those guys, those 57 guys down here, that's wrong. Yeah, very if wrong. You, if you get fired for misconduct, there's no way you should be a police officer somewhere else because yeah. misconduct is misconduct. Very wrong. You're right. You are so right, very right. Um, if, you get, if you if if you're a doctor and they catch you for you know they take your license, you can't go be a doctor somewhere else, can you? No, no. you don't have a license at all, right? So you, so yeah. you shouldn't be able to be a police officer somewhere else. Like 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 Chris Rock said, you can't have bad apples with police officers. I'm sorry. Yeah, you, you can't. can't. That's a job that 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 you have bad apples. It's like a pilot. Pilots can't have bad apples. Yeah. We we try to land all the time, but sometimes we just we just miss it. We miss it. Work. <laughs> yeah, you can't. That's not work. I mean, <laughs> you're right. You're right. You're right. I did see that. So, um, are they doing some kind of some kind of mandate for that too? That they can't come to Florida. I hadn't heard that, but that's that's the type of stuff we need to be having in these conversations for these lawmakers and put people in place when we vote to support our uh, our allies and our thoughts. And once again, that goes to voting. You need to get out there and vote. You, yeah, who, who have, if you listen to this podcast, I hope you registered to vote. If you're not, you need to get registered. 
If you feel you, you can't vote, you need, to, you need to figure out if you can vote. Because I know a lot of incarcerated people feel that they can't vote, and that's just not necessarily true. You need to yeah, do, I mean, yeah, you need to do some on, investigation. DeSantis is messing that up. You know, yeah. DeSantis was fighting that after we voted that people with felonies can get their voting rights back. Now he's, you know, trying to change up the, the rules that we voted on. Mm-hmm. So, but you definitely need to check out, you know, your rights and, and, and get those rights back. Yeah. Uh, you know, mail it in if you have to. Trump is not going to want it, but we need everyone. I mean, if, if this, the, the black folks that didn't vote in Atlanta, would have, could have changed that whole election mm-hmm. last year. Yep, exactly. Uh, half, a, half a million black folks didn't vote in Atlanta last exactly. year. Exactly. How crazy is that? Crazy is that. And I heard that they were trying to have issues. Didn't, didn't Atlanta vote this past week? Or Georgia voted this past week? They voted yesterday, I believe. Yeah, yeah. so yesterday, they, they, they yes. still were having issues, you know, in Georgia with the voting. But, yeah, get get out there and vote. That That's the only thing that's going to change um, these situations that we have going on in this country like i said where do we go from here i need to see some actions uh speaking of action man nba season will happen voted this week tentatively start date is going to be july 31st um they are kind of waiting to basically uh knock out this contract with the walt disney world company to use that walt disney world um wide world sports near orlando that's going to be a single site campus for all of the games played um Mm. How you feel about that one, man? Twenty-two teams returning, and these were the twenty-two teams that were basically in playoff contention. I feel like the players wanted to determine a champion. Yeah, uh, I feel like people want to have a champion. So, uh, I mean, if they could do it safely and keep the players and their families safe, and yeah. the fans get to enjoy some basketball, I'm all for it. Yeah, I think that'll be a good. If they can, you know, start to pull that off, that'll definitely give the NFL some, I guess, some, you know, momentum to get their system going and how they're going to do things uh, because they'll be following, you know, probably a month or so right behind how they want to handle their games and do things with their, uh, you know, their season. Yeah. Now, the, the all the information that I have seen from the NBA, they have not mentioned anything about fans. They mentioned about the players. They mentioned about the medical protocols for the players, the regular testing, but they didn't say anything about fans. So I don't know if the fans are going to be allowed, you know, at those arenas down in Walt Disney World to watch, or it's just going to be a situation where you're just going to be looking at it on TV. I I don't know that, and and the NBA is not saying that right now. Well, those are definitely some smaller uh, gyms. They're not going to be, obviously, what – the NBA player they used to. Mm-hmm. I suspect that they're going to allow – I mean, that's why they're going to Disney so the players can have an area where their families can come with them. Yeah. So I believe it's going to be family. They would be allowed to come to the games and maybe some fans. I don't know how they're going to do it if fans are going to be allowed. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, I think it's going to be mainly family and, and NBA personnel uh, so people can, you know, stay social distance. Yeah. And – uh it's going to be interesting to see how they handle it. But, uh, I'm excited. Uh, I think that uh, it's going to be interesting to see them always playing in the same uh, setting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so it's not going to be any real advantage, you know, for, you know, a playoff series, you know, to, you know, to have home court advantage because everybody's going to be playing in the same spot. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and now, now how they're saying it's going to happen is um, most of the 22 teams, they're going to play 72 to 73 games after that eight seeding games added to the regular season total. Um, you know, they, they, they try to make it as fair as possible, but it seems like Dallas, uh, if they do it that way, Dallas, the Dallas Mavericks will have played like 75 games and the Lakers and I think San Antonio may have played like 71 games. So they're trying to keep it as fair as possible. Um, the playoff seating. Um, but I mean, like I said, we, we look, we got some, ba- some basketball coming. That's all I can say. Yeah. We'll see how fast you guys can get in shape and, uh, get back to it. Uh I just want to. I mean, I just want to have sports back. I'm getting a little tired of watching the first 48. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I love the show, but I'm just kind of tired of watching it. And yeah, I don't think I, I've seen all the SVUs. Look, hey, hey, speak, speaking of these cop shows, you do know that the show Cops, they're not bringing that back because of the situation with 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 George Floyd. They're not bringing cops back, and that show. Have you ever seen the show off uh, on Lifetime? Is it is it Lifetime next or what is it called? The um. Oh my gosh! Because I look at it, um, PD. Live PD. Yeah, live, live PD. PD. So live PD is they, they're basically putting it putting it on hold for right now. Um, oh yeah. They put it on hold last week just out of out of respect for everything going on. Um, but they're kind of just gonna just keep it off of the schedule for a while. But cops, they definitely oh. went ahead and canceled it. You know, cops been on like twenty twenty five years. Yeah, live PD on right now. Yeah, I mean, well, it's on right now, but like the new episodes. Um, oh, they won't. Yeah, they. They're, well, how they're, is it live then? It's not. They don't. Well, it's not actually live. It's it's, it's not. It's not going to be. I mean, because you know when they do the reruns at the beginning, it always say, "Well, this originally aired on X date or, or whatever." Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought it was actually live. Yeah. Stuff actually well, well I, I, on Fridays and Saturday nights, it actually is. Well, it was live. Okay. But when but when they do the reruns, it's, it's not. But but on okay. Fridays and Saturday nights, it was actually live. Okay. So they're they're putting you know putting kind of putting the hold up to them shows just out of respect you know for what has been going on. Uh, once again, it, it's been a crazy week, man. Been a crazy week, but but I see that you have not stopped your uh, quest at being a TikTok um, famous person. If you're on TikTok, oh, yeah, follow going. Big Sofa eighty eight. Follow Big Sofa eighty eight at, at TikTok. Yeah, I got a new one coming out this week. Be ready for it. I've been working on it. Oh my god, so it's gonna be a good. It's gonna be a good one. Um, I had a couple of people send me texts about you on TikTok, and it seems like your funniest TikToks are ones with alcohol involved. I, that's all I'm gonna say. Yeah. That's all I'm gonna tell you. That, oh, that's the ones I'm working on. That's the one I got. I got one for you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just telling what people have told me. They was like, "Hey, man, I can't believe so for doing that." But I'm gonna tell you, he funny when alcohol is involved in the TikTok. Somewhere <laughs> in the, whether it's in the background, whether you pouring it up, whatever you doing. So, um, oh, yeah. you, you know what? Your plan to be TikTok famous might be uh, in the works right now. Yeah, it's definitely working. I got, I got something for them. Watch out Friday. Follow me on so, Big Soul for 88 on TikTok. <laughs> Check me out on Friday. Look, um, episode 127, once again, we're calling this one, Where Do We Go From Here? I got to see some action, man. We got to see some action, um, you know, going on in this society. It's, it's just been crazy this past week. I'm I'm hoping that things settle down. Um, Who had that song back in the day? Was it Special Ed called Action? I don't know. I got to look that one up. I know Terra Fabulous had Action. 
Oh, I thought that's where I heard a song called Action. He he might. I just it's just not off off the top of my head right now. I don't know. Um, don't forget to uh, check us out on uh, Instagram at Keep It Real Podcast. We are on Twitter at Keep It Real Pcast. We are on Facebook at Keep It Real Podcast. It's facebook.com backslash Keep It Real Podcast. Tell your friends. Um, you got anything else, man? Today, I just know this has been a stressful week for everybody. Oh, you, you see Michael Jordan's boat called a 442-pound mile? Yo, can, can Michael Jordan do no wrong, man? Michael Jordan. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> he's lucky, ain't he? He get everything. Look, him. Michael Jordan entered into a fishing tournament. Um, Michael Jordan's team won the fishing tournament. I saw, dog, that fish was huge. Yeah, what, what kind of What kind of bait were they using out there, man? People. <laughs> <laughs> No, seriously though, like, 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 can Jordan do any wrong, man? And it, we got to give a shout out to Jordan too, because you know he um, pledged one hundred million dollars over the next decade um, to help fight injustice. And with the and the Jordan brand, yeah, He's part of that too, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, stay off my boy. Y'all be saying he'll never do nothing in the community. Look, he look. And last night the Michael Jordan that is invested in prison, so stop with that lie too. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Look, he he put his money where his mouth is for this one. And look, can he? I bet Isaiah can't step up and get that much. <laughs> Magic uh, Jordan did it. Exactly, exactly. Where you at, Isaiah? Where you at, Bird? Where you at, LeBron? Where, where y'all at? Where y'all at? Look, once again, Michael Jordan showed y'all why he is the GOAT. Well, LeBron is doing great things with his school, though. His of course. School is doing real good of things, course, though. yeah. LeBron, LeBron is doing a lot of things, not only with the school, you know, with, with his TV shows that he's producing and things like that. If you caught the show on HBO, very good show. The Barbershop Show? I haven't seen that. Man, look, great. He he picked, like, it, um, they randomly pick, you know, certain people to talk about issues, and they are not, mm-hmm. you know, they're they not shying away from anything, man. They're going to talk about it. Uh-huh. They're going to talk about it. Check them out on HBO. Check it out. What are you eating? Oh, some chips. I was gonna say you, you, you got me hungry right now. <laughs> you hear? Yeah. I, I hear you eating, and I'm hungry. <laughs> Yo, don't forget to check us out every week. If you need to check out our podcast, we are everywhere that podcasts can be found. I'm talking about iTunes. I'm talking about Stitcher. I'm talking about Spotify. Just search "Keep It Real Podcast," or the easiest way: go to our Instagram at Keep It Real Podcast. Hit the link in the bio. There you go. You got it. We out.